0: but saw nothing more, just black. In the tiniest corner of her mind, that little girl whimpered. Slowly, fraction of an inch by fraction of an inch, she pushed her hands outward. Her arms were still bent at the elbows when her hands touched something solid. It felt like wood. She pushed against it. Hard. Harder. It didn't give at all. She tried not to panic, but by the time her hands had explored the box in which she lay, the scream was crawling around in the back of her throat. And when the little girl, crouching in the tiniest corner of her mind, whispered the truth, the scream escaped. He's buried you alive, and nobody knows where you are. I'm telling you, it's no goddamn use. Lieutenant Pete Edgerton had an unusually smooth and gentle voice for a violent crimes detective, but it was harsh now and filled with reluctant certainty. She's gone. Show me a body. Luke, until you can show me a body, I am not giving up on that girl. Lucas Jordan's voice was quiet, as it always was, but the intensity lurked, as it always did and when he turned and left the conference room, it was with the quick, springy step of a man in excellent physical shape who possessed enough energy for at least two other men, maybe three. With a sigh, Edgerton turned to the other detectives scattered about the room and shrugged. The family hired him, and they have the mayor's backing, so we don't have the authority to call him off. I doubt anybody could call him off, Judy Blake said her tone half-admiring and half-wondering. He won't stop looking until he finds Meredith Gilbert, dead or alive. Another detective, surveying the stack of files in front of him, shook his head wearily. Well, whether he's as gifted as they say or not, he's independent, and he can concentrate on one case at a time for as long as it takes. We don't have that luxury. Edgerton nodded. We've already spent more time than we can afford and a hell of a lot more manpower on a single missing person's case with squat for leads and absolutely no evidence that she was abducted against her will. Her family's sure she was, Judy reminded him, and Luke is sure. I know. I'm sure myself, or at least as sure as I can be with a gut feeling, Edgerton shrugged again. But we've got cases backed up, and I've got my orders. The Meredith Gilbert investigation is officially a cold case file. Is that the federal conclusion as well? Judy asked, brows lifting as she turned her gaze to a tall, dark man who leaned negligently against a filing cabinet in a position that enabled him to watch everyone in the room. Special Agent Noah Bishop shook his head once. The official federal conclusion is that there has been no federal crime, no evidence of kidnapping or anything else that would involve the Bureau and we weren't asked to officially participate in the investigation. His voice was cool, like his pale, gray, sentry eyes. He wore a half-smile, but the vivid scar twisting down his left cheek made the expression more dangerous than pleasant. Then what are you doing here? The same weary detective asked mildly. He's interested in Jordan, Theo Wood said. That's it, isn't it, Bishop? You came to see the so-called Psychic's Little Dog and Pony show. The detective was hostile, and it showed, though it was difficult to tell which he despised more, supposed psychics or federal agents. Matter of fact, the agent replied, I came because there was the possibility of a kidnapping. And I guess it's just a coincidence that you've been watching Jordan like a hawk? With a soft laugh that held no amusement, Bishop said. There's no such thing as coincidence. Then you are interested in him. Yes. Because he claims to be psychic? Because he is psychic. That's bullshit and you know it, Wood said. If he really was psychic, we would have found the girl by now. It doesn't work that way. Oh, (laughs) right. I forgot. Can't just flip a switch and get all the answers. No. Unfortunately, not even a genuine and gifted psychic can do that.